ABCs. Next time, won't you sing with me? I said, next time, won't you sing with me? Hello, and welcome to Won't You Sing With Me, a podcast by me, Camille Harris from the Silly Jazz Band. Join me as I talk to fellow children's musicians about their work. Why do they make children's music? What's important about it? What makes a good children's song? What is different between a kid's song versus an adult song? And why do they do what they do? This is a podcast for fellow children's musicians, as well as educators and parents. But little ones can listen as well. Thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy the conversation. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Ashley Mills Monahan, who's an award-winning children's author and musician. Her first book, A Little Goes a Long Way, won several awards, and she travels to schools, museums, bookstores, and festivals for author's visits. Ashley is a former preschool educator and enthusiast and has over 20 years experience working and writing for young children. However, she didn't begin releasing music for children until 2020. She has a slew of other credits, including composing for a documentary, and her songs have won a lot of awards all over the internet. Welcome to Won't You Sing With Me, Ashley. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you, Camille, for having me, and congratulations on your podcast. I think it's Thank wonderful you. that they're creating another resource for early child education and music and highlighting yeah. the artists in this industry. So. Thank you. That's cool. Thanks for saying that. No, I'm really <laughs> happy that you're here. And I'm really enthusiastic that you uh, to have you because you are an educator. You know, a big reason I started this podcast is because I didn't go to school for uh, to understand early childhood development. I fell into children's music by being a a musician in New York City and singing jazz. And then I was also a comedian. So I had released this album of silly songs. And my friend said, you know, this is more for kids. You should start doing kids stuff. So I started performing <laughs> at the libraries and I just fell into it. Love now it. I always had worked with kids. You know, yes. I, I teach piano. Yes. I work at a rock and roll camp. I've worked at many rock and roll camps. So I definitely have, you know, interacted with them. But it was it's all learning through practice. So yes. I thought, why don't I have a podcast where I get to pick people's brains and kind of have like my own personal masterclass and for everyone else who listens, like what everyone's theories, because I've learned there's different ways that people think about children's music and there are also some universal truths. So yeah. I'm really excited to talk to someone who is both an educator, but also uh, you make children's media, you write books, you know, you make music, you're also just also a musician, like you could you have, it sounds like you have a lot of irons in the fire and a lot of, a lot to talk about. So. Yeah. Where do you, where do you want to begin? <laughs> well, how did you begin? You, you started as children's you know, children. You started writing a children's book, you know, yeah. you started doing that. Yeah. Like, how did that happen? So, you know, I've, I've been, uh, I've worked with preschool age kids for over 20 years. And when I was in the classroom, uh, back in Ireland, actually, I went, I went, uh, like yourself, I, I went to college first time around for uh, film production and music. And oh, then I cool. went back to college in Ireland and I lived over there for several years. And I went and got my higher diploma, which is equivalent to another bachelor's degree um, in early childhood med education. And and so I worked in the preschools there. I worked in the preschools over here. Um, but while I was over there in my classroom, I just kind of came up with this idea of a little goes a long way because I was saying that phrase a lot in my classroom. Um, and so I wrote a book and it, and, um, I finally had it published when I moved back over to the States and when I had my first, my first child and, um, that, that kept me busy for several years, um, just doing, you know, book tour stuff and, um, 
visiting schools and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then I, after my kids went back to, well, they got into kindergarten and I was kind of able to kind of um, go back into the work field. And so I went back to preschool and my youngest at the time was in preschool. So we got to go to work together. And, um, cool. <laughs> and then, um, and then I, at the, that time I, you know, like yourself, I was always using music. Music was always there in the background. I was always creating and singing and bringing my guitar and doing what I'm doing now. Um, it's just now I'm doing it on a more, um, intense, um, intentional level. Um, okay. And so, um, anyway, I went, uh, after, let's see, COVID kind of put a, a damper, I feel like, on everybody's life. And yeah. at that point, I, um, I started releasing my music. Um, and then just to back up a little bit, um, about a year before I started releasing, I, I was actually working on a separate project. Um, with an old friend of mine from college uh, who I used to play music with. And I reached out to him randomly and was like, hey, are you still playing music? And he's like, actually, I'm ready to be a producer um, and I'm ready to try it out on, you know, I'm learning. He said, I was learning to be a producer and now I'm ready to try it out on on an artist. And um, I said, well, do you want to try it out on me? And <laughs> so we were actually working on a different project completely. It was for adults. It was an EP that I wrote that I was... I had gone through some life stuff and I wrote about it. And so that's what I was working on. And then in one of our recording sessions, I had just come back from, I think, a pretend city children's museum event. And I was playing music and, um, and anyway, I was like, I just wrote this kid's song. Do you want to hear it? And we recorded Wiggles that day. And then it was like, it just kind of launched on from there. So he ended up uh, producing about five tracks from the album good times. Um, and then, uh, he moved to Nashville and, uh, I'm in LA. And, uh, so I just kind of carried on with, um, you know, producing myself, learning that <laughs> role. And then, um, yeah, I've, I, I guess that's kind of the start of where my, my journey began. So I only started releasing music like three years ago. Okay. So what do you think, uh, makes children's music important. What are you trying to accomplish when you make children's music? Like, what's your theory behind it? So, I want to write music that the whole family can enjoy, um, but not like the obnoxious baby shark stuff, yeah. which is genius in its own way. Absolutely. Could be wrong. But I mean, I tend to write songs um, with not only important messages. Um, but also music that can be useful in the early childhood classroom. So okay. I have a song about making soup, which invites kids to participate with, you know, throwing different ingredients in, in the soup on each verse. And it becomes really silly because they say, let's put, you know, cotton candy in there or whatever. So it's participatory, right? Um, I have another song called um, Koa the Koala. Uh, which really trains the ear to pay attention to uh, the tempo changes in the song. Okay. Um, I have another song called Our Garden Grows, which is on the album, and that's all about the life cycle of the flower. Um, I like to create songs that I use in my own classes, um, but I also write songs that reflect on what I think children are going through. 
Um, now I've, cause I've worked with preschool age children for over 20 years and, and now I'm a mother of two incredible boys who've taught me more than any training or experience could ever teach me. Right. Um, but you know, I like to think that I know how children see the world. And so I think the music I'm writing now is really reflecting what my own children are going through as well. Um, and what I think kids are going through in the classroom. You know, and as my kids are getting older, their problems are becoming a little bit more different. And so now I'm writing a song, for example, called Be My Friend um, with another artist, uh, Uncle Docs, who's amazing. Awesome. We're actually putting a little project together, um, which is gonna, which is really interesting because he does a lot of like hip hop stuff. And <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. it's fun to kind of um, dive into other genres here. But, um, but because my kids are in second and fourth grade, their friendships are changing all the time. And so there's different problems that happen with that. And so I feel like as an artist, I'm, I'm starting to write stuff that's reflective of my own kids. But then again, as an educator, I know I'm always on the hunt for songs that are useful in the classroom. So um, that's, I guess those, that's my goal myself is to keep writing and cre creating intentional and useful material. That's, um, you know, and so that's why the album Good Times, there's, it's designed in such a way that it's for parents and kids to enjoy together because of the important messages. But there's also a mix of, songs in there that's useful in the classroom. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. Like, so, okay. Cause I happened upon that myself. I just made the backwards alphabet. That's one that people listened to. I it just made a song about the backwards alphabet. I was like, Oh, well that's just fun. And then I was remember being surprised to know that people were using that in their classroom. Mm hmm. That's awesome. And yeah, the, but it was not intentional, you know? <laughs> so, but I now I'm starting to feel more intentional in the music that I'm making. You know, my next thing's going to be a kids bebop album, but it's like to introduce kids to bebop, like those old songs, uh -huh. but also like with uh, some of them are informational about, you know, maybe that's for a little older uh, age, the target audience a little older. Yeah. I mean, remember Schoolhouse Rock? Maybe yeah. How we learned like the Bill of Rights and like, you that's know, true. I mean, I'm, teaching a conference next week to, to teachers. I put it was a workshop together. And, you know, part of my argument for including more music in your classroom is because it's, it's, it's all about building vocabulary and, um, you know, that neural, the speech and language skills and all the, you know, sensory development and literacy and numeracy sense. I mean, this is like, we learned our ABCs by yeah. song, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So there's a lot going on with music and the brain and, we got to foster that, that, that young age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and your song, when I feel mad, that's kind of like one of those, that's not necessarily, is that a classroom song or more like for the family? Like how that's would you more like, for, was that was really more inspired by my own kids and recognizing that, you know, kids, even at the, you know, especially in the preschool mm -hmm. age, they have a lot of intense feelings and they don't know how to yeah. you know, express them. And I think it's, I love songs that touch on that because it, it just, you know, music makes you feel better because it's, there's a level of understanding. It's powerful. And when you listen to a song, you're like, I understand those lyrics so well. So when I wrote that song, I thought, you know what, like kids need to know that it's okay to feel these things. It's okay to feel mad. Cause when I feel, I feel mad too. Um, I feel sad. I feel lonely. I feel we, you know, we all feel these heavy feelings. What do we do with them? You know? Yeah. So 
That one feels like, yeah, like that one maybe is like for parents to then talk about. But also, I guess it could also be used in the classroom. But that wasn't like sure. a purposeful class classroom one no. that you wrote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, I uh, when you were teaching, what were some songs that you used? Like what were some songs that you remember that you liked to use when you were teaching? Or you still uh, are teaching, but I am. Yeah. Well, now I'm now I run music programs for a couple of schools in my area, um, and so I I really use a lot of um, my own material, I guess. Now that's great. Uh, but I use a lot of other fantastic artists, you know, that are out there. I use a lot of um, Kira Willie and Lori Berkner and Miss Nina, awesome. and I use a lot of other fabulous. Uh, artists, um, which is really, I think, a really great uh, bonus for kind of jumping into this arena, because now I get to know about all these other artists that I mightn't have known about. Right. You know what I mean? And so I like to be able to share other people's, I'd love to get your stuff and use your yeah. stuff in my classes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, you, so probably the number, you know, I, I like to have a grab bag of, of just go-to songs, um, that I know are fun and engaging. Um, and one of those is my color song without, uh, without doubt, like there's anytime I walk into my music classes, the first thing the kids say is, can we do the color song? Is it the, I can eat a rainbow? <laughs> no, oh. the color song is going to be, uh, is on the album. Oh, it's cool. Oh, great. Yeah. So oh, it just that one. It, yes. Yeah. So oh, yeah, it invites that. it invites the um child to, you know, take a look at what you're wearing. And then if you hear the color that you're wearing, you stand up and you do what the song says. So we're practicing listening skills here. We're learning our colors. It's fun. It's engaging. It's participatory. It's mm -hmm. keeping them, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. this is reminding me. This is, and this is not when I was early, this is not when I was a little kid. This is when I was a senior in high school uh, in my IB, uh, or it's like AP, I don't know if you have IB where you are, but International Baccalaureate, it's like AP uh, calculus class. Oh God, uh, you are smart. She, well, it was a lot of kids in my school just did that, you know, it, it, the, and I think the reason so many people were so successful is because of this teacher who was amazing. And she, we remembered all of the the equations in a song she would she should record those she never has but she her songs she said like she had like this amazing rate for her students in terms of the test because oh yeah she taught all that all, i learned calculus through the songs i mean my third my <laughs> when my third grader was in third grade it was man he really struggled with the multiplication tables mm. um so there's a lot of uh wonderful you know multiplication <laughs> are there facts. oh that's amazing yeah <laughs> um out there yeah so it's all yeah learning through song like i said we, we learned our abcs through song it's powerful exactly yeah that's that's really cool that that's kind of what you create and so what about children's music do you think is like important and what do you think makes good children's music i myself i'm drawn to songs um that are not only fun and engaging um that have important messages because, you know, mess music is powerful in that way. Uh, but as a teacher, I'm always on the lookout for songs that are useful. So that have intention. And when I'm writing songs, I think of that as well. I think important messages are important. Um, inclusion and love and kindness, self-empowerment. These are all things that I write about that I sprinkle in through uh, 
with the album, Good Times. My song, If I Tell Myself I Can, is very repetitive. And I wrote it that way intentionally because I want it to get stuck in your head. I want that child to be singing, if I tell myself I can, I can't do anything. Because <laughs> I, I know what it's like to have a 10-year-old who has um, low self-esteem at times and he tells himself he can't do something. And so it's like, no, if you tell yourself you can, you can do anything. You just have to tell yourself. Um, so these are themes that I, I, I wanted to write about for my album. And that's what I, that's what I know that I, it interests me and that I'm attracted to with other artists and their music. Um, but again, I do like the, the, the songs that are, that I can use. Like there's so many songs that are wonderful out there that have great messages, but I don't know how to use them in the classroom. Interesting. But, so I like, I like to, I like to have a mix about, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't want, I don't want the, I don't want, you know, I know as a parent, I don't want to listen to baby shark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like when you go, when you're, you know, on Spotify or you're Googling, like, you know, play kids music, it's like Coco Melon comes up and Disney yeah. stuff and all that. It's great. Great music. I'm not saying yeah. it's not great. It's just, I, I want a little more intentional, useful stuff. Well, I, I'm yeah. going to be real with you. I never until this moment thought about a teacher using my music. I never considered writing like that. I never thought about it, you know, like that's because again, I came at this just being like, Oh, kids like this. I've seen children's music through my lens, which is performing in libraries as like this extra thing performing, you know, in, uh, in, you know, around the city and different venues. It's just like an extra thing that people bring their kids to. And I, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say, I just never considered that of course, music is a tool in the classroom. Of course. And of course, that's of course. something I could be considering as a writer, of, as a children's course. musician. And I, I knew yeah. that people have told me that they use it. Like I have, there's a place, there's a friend school in Pennsylvania, and they wrote me to say, you know, we love this, we use this all the time. The Jiggly Wiggly, I guess, is a silly, it's a fun dance song that like they, and I never thought that they would use it. So I don't know exactly which ones they use because I don't see the Spotify stats because it's CD, you know, <laughs> so I don't yeah. know what they, but they. I hate Spotify stats. I try I know. not to do I know. Yeah. I know. I, I, don't, I don't use Spotify. I use, I'm on Apple either. Music. So me I too. Don't, yeah, I me don't too. Like, I don't like Spotify. Yeah, I don't use Spotify. My stuff is on there, yeah. but I don't, I don't really. I don't really use it. I prefer Apple Music. I do too. Um, I use Apple Music. Wherever also. you get your music. Yeah. But I but I don't. But I, I mean, I just don't, I can't see what they're using. And I never even thought to do that. But like, I, I you know, I kind of was like, well, what is a type of song? I think from what you're saying is a song that's useful. It was maybe a teaching song, like maybe with a re repetition. That's something that you mentioned that you do. But not maybe yeah. every song, but some of them. Like what, what kind yeah. of, what's a teaching song? Like, what would you go, if you were to construct one right now for me? So like, for example, I have the spring sing concert coming up with my uh, preschoolers. Uh huh. And I, uh, I actually wrote a song for the concert. Cause we're, we're doing kind of a, a, a mix. I, I chose a Lori Berkner song, Mahalo. I thought that was cute. And right. then, uh, uh, I wanted to, we did a whole little unit on, um, styles of music from around the world. And so we talked about reggae music and one of the fun songs that we 
um, were listening to was Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. And that was Excellent. just, it was, it was, a, I wanted to do that one for my, for the concert. Cause it was one that, you know, we really get into it, you know, and the kids really get into it. So it's like, I wanted to share that with the parents, like, Hey, music is so, is fun. And like, yeah, like, let's feel it. But I, I also needed another one that was kind of springy and this was, you know, I think next year I'll actually do Garden Grows because that's a good one for a spring scene concert. But oh yeah, for the young young ones, I find that you you, you have to keep it as simple as possible. Okay, <laughs> hand, uh, words or um, you know things that you can use your hand motions with is really a good way of remembering the words. Um, and so building and thinking about the 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 being intentional with the words that you're using. Um, is also kind of something that I think about when I'm writing. Um, I took uh, the rainbow song. Eat, uh, what's it called? What's my what is my song called? You can eat a I rainbow. Can, I can eat, eat a rainbow. rainbow. Yeah, I can and eat I basically a took the same um, song, but I changed it to "I can see a rainbow," and then I list all the colors of the rainbow: red, orange, ah, yellow. Yeah. Uh, Green, Green, blue, blue indigo, indigo, and violet. violet. Yeah. yeah, so they're learning new colors, right? The actual uh, rainbow spectrum. Um, and But it, I'm just doing that one verse, and then I repeat it. Because I, I know that, um, you know, three-year-olds, there's only so much information they can handle and want to perform. So I try to keep it as short as possible and then, you know, repetitive. Um, and then to keep the tune, really, the melody really simple as well um, and cat- catchy it's got to be catchy right yeah yeah and so. then, i mean there are some kids who have can get those complex melodies and hit those notes and it's amazing Absolutely. but also you want to make it equal for everyone so that it's right. attainable but i got like two-year-olds too you know yeah yeah <laughs> so no i mean so some two-year-olds like i have because i do these jazz songs like there's this one little kid that, like you know that hard, there's a very hard song giant steps um, which uh-huh. is a famous, you know, famous, one of the yeah. hardest songs. But there's this, I do this baby, a song called Baby Steps. It's the same melody. But there's this one little boy who can literally sing. He sings it. He just sings it. And it's crazy. Awesome. So I'm like, he's, awesome. and he was two and a half, you know. I know. You he doesn't have tell- the words, but he has the yeah, melody. And you're he's like. Got the, he's got the voice, yeah. Uh, you can tell the ones that are really musical from the very get-go, you know. You can, and then that's my job is to pick up on that and then foster it. You know, and just, yeah, make it as fun as possible. And I do that with my piano students as well. Like I, 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 I like to think that I keep it fun, but I also stick to the book work because it's, it's important to learn to read music. I'm kind of yeah. old school in that way. Yeah. <laughs> I teach yeah, I was Bastion the, books. <laughs> oh, you do Bastion? Yeah. I, I prefer the Michael Aaron. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I really like Michael Aaron. That's a, I do a Alfred's and Bastion. Alfred. Um, yeah, and I I do Alfred and Bastion if they've come to me with that with from a previous teacher. But I I really like Michael Aaron. You can look at that. I think I'll Michael check, it's check like, it out. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah. but I I, oh, and I was Suzuki, so I didn't learn how to sight read till I yeah. was you know eleven, twelve. Yeah. I think keeping it fun, but also structured. Structured, is important yeah. Because yeah. that's something yeah. that I think the structure is that the children are really used to structure and yeah. they thrive in they that. They thrive on it. Yeah. And so when you give them a willy nilly, you know, advisors, a rule that's not really consistent, that's, it's not something that they're, they're not going to grow around that, you know? Sure. And so yeah. it can be fun and structured. And that's what, how it sounds yeah. like these songs that you're writing are, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess one of the questions I had are, what are your goals for the music, children's music genre? Like, what do you think that 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 should be happening in that space? Like, do you have any thoughts on that? I, for me personally, I just want to continue to grow artistically. I just want to keep learning and I want to keep uh, getting better at it and learning. And I want to keep writing and I want to keep creating intentional, useful material. If you want, I can, I can go through a couple of the tracks from the album that you, that might, you can use in your circle times. If that's, that'd be great. That's yeah. That's, you should do that. Yeah. So a couple of the tracks on the album are specifically used for, you can use in your classroom. Um, one is Our Garden Grows. And I do a really cute little, um, first time I go through it, I kind of do the first little verse that I have little hand motions. I say, take out your seed, put your little seed, I say, put your little seedling in the ground, take a little dirt and pat it down. And then I say, now what does it need to grow? And they always say, water so i say sprinkle it with water and sunshine now wait wait with time our garden grows and then i i actually have a little flower that i put up my sleeve uh-huh. and i do a little magic trick that's cool <laughs> i love and that and they get they get a mad kick out of that um, <laughs> but there's there's also some uh some template that are on the my website at uh, ashleymillsmonahan.com that you can use. You can print them out and laminate them. And it just is, it's got the, you know, life cycle of a flower, basically. It's a seed to a sprout to a, you know. And so you can use that as visuals along with the song as well. There's Wiggles. Wiggles is a good one to get your wiggles out. So I invite the kids to, you know, listen to the parts of the body and wiggle those parts of the body. And then there's like a little dance. You could jump and shout and whatever. So that's a good one to get your wiggles out. Um, the color song, of course, it's the one we kind of talked about earlier. That one's a fun one. Happy Feet. There's a remix we did. So I did a, I did Happy Feet with um, an incredible New Zealand artist. You got to get her on your show. Uh, Michael Bush. She goes by music with Michael. She's incredible. She's incredible. And she was so gracious to do the song with me. I actually, I, I last year when I wrote it, like in November, I kind of wrote it. And I was like, you know what? I was kind of going through a, like a hard time in my head. I was like, I don't think I have what it, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to make it. I just think I'm horrible. And this is t- like, I just go to this place of just, I'm not good enough. And I don't, I'm not the whole package. And I was just feeling really down. And I was like, but I wrote this really catchy kind of song. I liked it. I was like, you know, this is a perfect song for Michael. So I reached out to her and I was like, do you want this song? Like, do you just want it? Like, maybe I could just write for other artists. <laughs> I love that. Okay. And she was like, no, I want to sing with you. And I was like, really? <laughs> That's awesome. great. So we did this little collaboration. Um, never Happy together feet. in the studio. Um, but anyway, so I really, we released it and then Uncle Docs came along and said, Hey, can I do a remix with it? And I said, sure. So we've got a remix of, um, Happy Feet on the album with, uh, Michael and with Uncle Docs. And, uh, that's a fun one because it's like a, it's a freeze dance kind of a song. Um, and then there's, um, the I Belong mantra. And that one is the last one on the track, on the album, um, and it's really about uh, pot, like practicing 
positive affirmations and setting mindful intentions, you know, with your kids. And so it's one of these you can just kind of have at the end of the day, or maybe it's the beginning of the day, you have, you know, children lay down at circle time or whatever, and just close their eyes and just listen to it. And just, it's a mantra. It's like, I am patient. I am strong. I am capable. I belong. It's just one of these kind of nice songs that maybe it can be useful to you in some way. Um, And then when I actually do some of my classes, I, I, um, I do a unit on families of instruments. And, um, and so when we're doing percussion instruments, I use like sound bites and I use pictures and I use, you know, I bring in a bunch of instruments and drums and stuff like that. And we talk about what a percussion instrument is. A percussion instrument is any instrument that makes it sound when you hit it, scrape it or shake it. And what kind of things can we, you know, use to, you know, make these sounds and can, can a bucket be a percussion instrument or can a spoon be, you know, and then I ask them, can your body be a percussion instrument? And then, and then I bring out my bucket of baking utensils. Ah. I just got the Dollar Tree and I was like, you know, I'm like, Hey, can, can this be a a whisk and a bowl? Can this be a percussion instrument? And I kind of let them play with with these baking utensils and then we play let's make cookies because that's kind of a fun one that kind of just it's a fun one for the kids to kind of it's great you know, play along too and then it's kind of silly and yeah anyway so those are just a handful of little songs that are fun that you can kind of use in the classroom then of course i got good times which is one that i just wrote for my own kids and all of you is about just a really nice message of kindness and loving yourself and loving all of you and um, and then if I tell myself I can, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. Cause it's, it'll get stuck in your head. It goes hopefully. on loop. Yeah. Yeah. That's the goal is to get it stuck in your head. That's right. I got to keep, that's a reminder for myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I get, I get down on myself a lot. So, um, and actually if you really want to know, there's a really neat remix that's going to, that's happening with uncle docs. Really? I, I tell that's myself great. I can. And it's, 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 it's going to be really good. That's <laughs> wonderful. Excited. Yeah. That's, that's excellent. So I'll keep you posted. Oh, please do. And thank you so much for giving that guide about your, your music. That's su- super helpful and really interesting, actually. I'm, I'm looking forward. Everyone should check out this new album, actually, any of your music. Ashley Mills Monahan on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. You have a YouTube yeah, channel? Yeah. I do. But, I, you know, again, it's not one that I actively. Yeah, it's hard. Usually it's hard. <laughs> I, it's, it's so many outlets now. I don't really mm. know which one to. <laughs> Yeah, well, anyway. I'll listen to it on <laughs> Apple Music. And uh, yeah, it's it's great. You have such wonderful songs and uh, wonderful attitude about, you know, I, I can, I, those, there's some lucky kids you get to work with that get to work oh, with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm the lucky one. I feel lucky that I get to do what I love. Like I, 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 I love it. It's great. I think it's really fascinating that you know what you're doing and I'm going to, Take some of that, what you, you taught me today, the repetition, the, the um, you know, purposeful writing. And I'm interested, yeah. I'm looking forward to exploring that in my work with kids too. Yeah, I so think, thank you. I mean, as yeah, you're, well, thank you. What a cool thing you're doing because I'm constantly, um, you know, as teachers, we're constantly looking for other resources and learning and, you know, so it's fantastic what you're doing. Yeah, well, it's really, thank you so much for coming on. And let's go ahead and listen to one of your learning songs, Our Garden Grows, um, and enjoy. Check out 
Ashley's music everywhere you can find it. Put a little seed thing in the ground. Take a little dirt and pat it down. Sprinkle it with water and sunshine and wind. And air to breathe It's amazing what will come from a tiny seed Sprinkle it with love and care for its needs Now we'll, we'll watch it grow Each time our garden grows Watch it grow Then a stamp comes through the earth 